This program has been paid for all or in part by the host, and KSEV is not responsible for its content and or products or services offered. Welcome to Frankly Talking every Friday at 6 p.m. Here at 700 a.m. KSEV, the voice of Texas. Like and follow Frank on Facebook.com slash Frankly Talking. Here is your host, Frank Spagnoletti. Hey, 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 this is Frank on Friday night. How are you tonight? Man, what a week, what a week. I've uh, been running like crazy in my private life and running like crazy uh, looking at the political situation. But we're going to start this show off. Of course, you can call us at 281-558-5738, but there's something that I need to do before we get started. And that is, you ready, guys, in the studio? We got Francis we're, we're, Riley. We're, we're, we're waiting on pins and needles. We got Francis Riley here. We got Mauricio here. We got a full house. No, not, no clapping yet. And we got, uh, uh, we got my significant other here, too. She used to want her name spread around to be associated with me. Well, I can understand that. 281-558-5738 if you want to be associated with me. But anyway, anyway, what we're going to do is uh, when I count when I count to three in a minute, I want to give a huge round of applause to the mama bears in Virginia who brought us home. One, two, three. Do you not take it? They don't take direction here. They must be in the Congress. Where, I mean, listen, look what happened this week. This was a coalition. of the, That Yunkin guy, he, he put together a coalition. I love this, man. I mean, I mean I was listening to James Carville, and you know, I kind of, I kind of, I kind of identify with him in a lot of different ways. <laughs> aside the fact, aside from the fact that we're both ugly, but but but, but I'm not bald as bald as he is anyway. Uh, maybe you are, Francis. A little bit you're closer to him on that genetic level anyway. <laughs> anyway, so what happens is, well, uh, I mean, you know, what you had. I can't believe that there were accusations against Yunkin and against Sears and against his attorney general. Uh, that, 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 this was a racist campaign. You got you got a white guy who runs for governor. You have a a black woman marine, and you have a, a who is a, a lieutenant governor. And and for attorney general, you have a, a Hispanic gentleman. Okay, and so when you put it all together, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it looks like America to me. I mean, I mean, I mean, of course we have other shades in between there. They just weren't on. There were only three slots, but in those three slots, we were representing people and a woman, and we were representing people of of, of diversity on a ticket that I've never seen and not only that, their positivity with regard to how they conducted that election was moving to me. Yunkin had a lot of, uh, he took care of the local issues because he's running for governor. But the implication of what he was talking about and the duplicity with regard to the other side is biblical, if I can even say biblical. I'm not canceled for using that word. <clears throat> but it was biblical, the duplicity, because they say they even had the, I'll say chutzpah, but I'd rather say cojones, uh, they, they had they had the cojones to say uh, they don't teach critical race theory in the Virginia schools. Seriously, 
It's not that you teach critical race theory. You see how they parse words? I mean, this is why I hate lawyers, okay? I mean, I am a lawyer, and I and when I when I when I run into those weenie lawyers that like to do that, I like to eviscerate them. And I do. But what happens is they use these words, you know. We don't teach critical race theory in our schools. Of course you don't, because critical race theory is taught in the law schools as a concept, as a philosophy. But what they're teaching as a philosophy is being implemented in what they're doing to the kids on a daily, daily basis. They're the ones teaching division among the kids. They're the one. I mean, did you ever know a kid to really know color? Honestly, I don't know kids that know color. I mean, I mean, when I was a kid, I didn't think about color. I didn't think that, you know, the kid next door, down the street or whatever, was, was happened to be browner than me or blacker than me or that I was Italian and therefore they wouldn't like me because my dad had olive skin, my mom was white, and my dad had olive skin. I never thought about color. I never thought about the fact that my parents were two different skin tones. I never thought about skin tones. I thought about playing baseball. I thought about having fun. I thought about learning my ABCs. And of course, I was I maybe child abused by my mom because she used to make me learn my times tables. She was German, so she used to make me learn the times tables, and she made me wear headphones so that I would hear them all night long. Maybe, <laughs> and that's not a joke. I mean, it's true. And so, and so I learned them, okay? I really did learn them. But it was about getting an education of reading, writing, arithmetic, history, science, whatever we were doing, geography. God forbid we should talk about geography. Clearly, we don't talk about geography now because there are no borders. Why would we have a, why would we have a state? We can just talk about we are the world. We don't need to talk about geography. I don't care whether it's South America, North America, Vanuatu, or any other place. You know, I mean, it, 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 it can be any place because we're all one place. I don't think so. And you know what? The naivete of that approach or the demonic plan of that approach to do away with the United States, the strongest nation state in the world and the only nation state, well, it used to be. But I heard this week something very disappointing. This is a little digression. That we were beat by the British in the Mojave Desert. They were doing a military exercise of desert training, and the Americans had to surrender to the British because they're, what I don't know if they're rangers or whatever they call themselves, they beat us, and we surrendered. Well, we're used to surrendering. I guess if you're going to surrender, this is the year of the surrender. Biden goes over to the Europe, and he says, I'm sorry for everything. I'm sorry for climate change. I'm sorry we weren't in the Paris Accord. The Russians are laughing at him. The Chinese are laughing at him, as they should. You're not leading the world when you're apologizing. If you ain't the lead dog, the scenery never changes, okay? And so what happens here, I mean, he's apologizing for us around the world, and we act like it. And, and I saw three women last night on the TV, three women, young, young women, that were so well-spoken. They were former West Point cadets. Three of them. They all, their dream was to go to West Point, become officers in the United States military, to fight for the United States because 
They believed that some of them came from immigrant families. Uh, there was a there was a black woman, and there was a Hispanic woman, and and and, and I think she was a white woman. Uh, I really don't know because I wasn't listening, looking at their colors so much. I was listening to what they were saying, which is what we should do in this country. We should listen to what people are saying and not look at where they come from or their colors or whatever. I mean, it's so stupid. But here's the deal. These three well-spoken cadets all resigned from West Point. Why? And when you talk to them, I was very proud of them. One of them said, because I couldn't go to class where they weren't trying to teach me to be racially divided by saying, by teaching all this, not critical race theory as a concept. No, we reserve that for the brilliant people that go to law school who happen to have screwed up this whole country because they don't have common sense. And so what you got is what they were, but what they were teaching them and making them read was making them look at each other through the lens of color as opposed to a cohesive fighting unit to win and beat the British in the United States in a war game. How about that? The British. Well, now, the British have always been good fighters, but they've been a small country and an anachronism for years. I mean, we're the ones who carried Europe in World War II. How'd you like to fight Hitler right now with the kind of mentality we have in our military? Honestly, I, was, I tried to learn German, but I, I, I'm not very good at it. I wasn't very good at it, and I don't want to speak German. I particularly, I only like to eat bratwurst once in a while, and I'm not big on beer so much. And so, and so I mean, we would have lost that war. I would have had to learn to do all that stuff. I would have probably gone with the Italians because they had at least good food, and even if we lost the war, I would have had something to eat. But, <laughs> but the bottom line is what I'm trying to say is this is what's going on in our country. Three cadet cadets quit over that and because they were demanding that they get this vaccine, this vaccine mandate that's coming in. The government is shoving down, which, by the way, in concept, violates the Nuremberg Convention, okay? But they try to, they try to do it a different way by coming in the back door by saying employers can do it. Well, now the federal government is saying... You got to have it done. And if you're an employer and you don't do that, we're not telling everybody they got to do that. We, the government, here's some more lawyerly, weaselly word games. We're not telling the people they have to do that. We're telling the companies that they will be fined if they don't make their employees do that. Jeez, is that a distinction without a difference? If you were sitting on my jury. You'd find the government guilty of, the, of what the, of what they're doing because they're just using a straw man to effectuate a, a, a policy. They're using a pass through. It's like using they're like money laundering, but with policy. They're using a, a middleman to enforce their rules. It's disgusting, and it's illegal to begin with. But these women didn't want to get vaccinated. They didn't check them whether or not they had natural immunity. They didn't, they won't allow them to be tested. They're telling them that they have to get these vaccines. Now, look, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I've told you that before, but I do believe in freedom and freedom of choice. And when Biden goes off and says, oh, if you're not doing this, you know, you don't have the freedom to kill people. I don't think, I don't think you've been clued in, Joe. I don't think you've been clued in on this because, hey, it's the people that are vaccine that are vaccinated can also spread COVID. And if you're unvaccinated and you can spread COVID, 
but you're spreading it to people who have been vaccinated, then they're vaccinated so they shouldn't get it, okay? So what are they complaining about? And the people who are unvaccinated have already said they're willing to take the risk. And more than that, then you got the vaccinated are walking around like Night of the Living Dead, spreading it to everybody and spitting on each other because they're vaccinated and they're getting themselves sick. I know a whole family of vaccinated people who all got COVID after they were vaccinated. So, I mean, the truth is we're not getting the truth. You know why? Because it's all been a grand experiment. And I heard something last night from Christine, what's her name? Christy Nome, okay? Uh, the governor from South Dakota. South Dakota. And uh, she's a favorite of mine. She's brilliant. Uh, anyway, um, and she rides a good horse. Uh, and the reason I, I like her is because of her policies. And may I just say this? She said something, though, that, that was a little bit twinge off. And what she said was, not wrong, it, was, it didn't offend me, but it was a twinge off. Because what she said was, the government is now weaponizing the virus. The government is weaponizing the virus. Now, in a very domestic, myopic sense, that's true. The government is using the virus in order to whip everybody into submission. I saw the Colin Powell thing today where everybody was sitting around with uh, masks on. George Bush was sitting there with his mask on. He didn't need a mask. I mean, you know, I mean, it's ridiculous. And so what happens is she says this, and I think about it. I was actually in bed and kind of watching the – I fall asleep now to the news, okay, instead of the times table, and it's on all night long. <laughs> and so that's why I'm kind of wound up when I meet you all by Friday. And I remember this stuff because it's indelibly printed into my brain, uh, such as my brain is. And so what happens is she says this, and I said, you know, Christy – if you were talking to me on the phone or I, you were asking me for some advice or my thoughts, I would tell you this. You're wrong. The government is not now weaponizing the virus against us. The virus was sent to us as a weapon already. That's All they're doing is implementing the natural effects of that virus. The whole concept of the virus. You think that virus came here by accident? Do you think it was created by accident? Do you think that it came to the United States of America at the time that it did, at our presidential election, after the United States had basically built the wall, was, was commanding in the international stage in terms of at least strength? I know there's a lot of people who don't think we were you know, putting on the right face or talking the right words. I don't give a damn about words. I give a damn about action. I don't care what you say, whether it's good or bad. I care about what you do. And so, and I've said this a million times, it's what you do, not what you say. I'm not going to live on tone while the Chinese march through the country, while our, while our troops are <laughs> reading books about how to be waken, woken up and in the meantime, the British are kicking our ass. And that's the British. They're our allies. Can you imagine what the enemies would do? <laughs> They're our number one ally, and we had to surrender to them. What the hell? There ain't no I went to school in London, and they wanted me to bow to Princess Anne. Of course, I wouldn't do that because I'm from the United States. 
I got a degree over there. It got presented to her, and I'm supposed to bow to her. Well, at least you're supposed to if you're a member of the Commonwealth. Well, you think they'd have me as a member of the Commonwealth? I'm just a, just a normal working-class family from, from the United States of America who happened to be able to get a job cutting lawns. Anyway, we're going to our break. <laughs> The Voice of Texas, AM 700, KSEV. Cleanliness and safety are essential to the success of any business. That's why Cintas has introduced our Total Clean program, a one-of-a-kind service that includes scheduled deliveries of essential cleaning supplies, hygienically cleaned uniforms, and on-site sanitizer and disinfectant services to help eliminate germs. Learn what the Cintas Total Clean program can do for you. Visit Cintas.com and get ready for the workday. This is Kevin O'Hara with O'Hara and Company Real Estate. Our country's founding fathers drafted a document that is the Declaration of Independence. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their powers from the consent of the governed. My friends at O'Hare & Company Real Estate, we believe we're at our precipice in time where we must take back our country. We must stand up for our freedoms or lose them forever. Please don't sit idle and let it slip away. Don't let anyone force you to do something you choose not to. As JFK said, if not us, who? If not now, when? If you're looking to buy or sell real estate, give O'Hare & Company Real Estate a call at 281-373-3393, 281-373-3393, or look us up on the web at O'HaraRE.com. I'm Kevin O'Hara. God bless America, and God bless Texas. COVID-19 can hit and hurt everywhere and everyone, but children living in the world's poorest places face the greatest risks of all. As we socially distance, COVID-19 pushes us apart, but as we help children around the world, we pull together. In the biggest emergency response in our 80-year history, Child Fund is working to make sure that children not only survive this pandemic, but thrive beyond it. Learn more at childfund.org. From annual checkups to managing chronic conditions, taking care of your health should always be a priority. At Houston Methodist, our primary care doctors are available to provide personalized care for you and your family safely. We offer a variety of convenient ways to get care from us, from same-day sick visits to extended hours at select locations. And we are taking every precaution to keep you safe during your visit. Choose your doctor or schedule online at houstonmethodist.org slash stay healthy. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're grooving, Francis. I'm feeling it, baby. Yeah, everybody's dancing here. What are y'all doing at home? I'm having too much fun here. We're going to let this play a little bit. Just till we get to the part I like. 
A young American, young American, young American. She was a young American. All right, she was a young American. Okay, Steve, I'll stay here all night. And <laughs> people can't sing. I can't sing, so everybody will get off the show, and I'll be talking to myself. But I do that anyway. And <clears throat> so, what I was saying is, it's absurd what's going on. So you got to think about this as a total fabric, okay? What's going on is a total fabric and a total fabrication, but mostly a total fabric. And what's going on in Washington? So right after all this, now you got this stuff with the infrastructure bill. And what a Adam Schiff show that is. And so what you got going on over there is totally, totally ridiculous. Now they're voting on the infrastructure bill. Now they're going to, because they couldn't pass both the infrastructure bill, that is the Build Back America bill, what the hell is that? Build Back America bill. That means destroy America and then build it back. And this is the whole thing, and I'm mad at both parties for this, okay? And give me a call at 281-558-5738 because I'm tired of talking. I want to talk to some of you. When I get like this, sometimes I, I make people don't call me. But, you know, give me a shout and we'll go from there. Um, build Back America, I told you before, didn't come, or Build Back Better, that phrase was not something that, that President Biden or that Pelosi or anybody else, the, 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 the woke people or anybody like that, it's not something they came up with. It came out of Davos. It came out of Davos to Build Back America better. They spread this word all across the, the, the world. And what that means is, and it made me sick today when I saw that Bill Gates was saying, whatever he said, in 30 years, the, the, the major oil companies won't even exist. You know what? Bite me, Bill. That's what I have to say, because he's full of it. Because all that means is that the United States of America will not only be a second-class nation. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that it's close to home here in Texas. But let me just uh, very close to home. But may I just say, what he's talking about is destroying our industry. We are. <laughs> you think China is going to give a damn about that? They'll burn anything. They'll burn people if they have to in order to keep that machine over there running. They don't give a damn about any of that stuff. They don't give a damn about pollution, and neither do the Russians. All we're doing is helping the Russians get richer. It's ridiculous. And without huge countries like with billions of people like China conforming to this whole concept of building back better, we're just, we're just living in some kind of a fantasy world. And this is the quote from... Uh, this is the quote from... Uh, from uh, Carville that cracked me up last night. He goes, I don't know what these people are doing. They need to go to some kind of a woke <laughs> detox program. <laughs> and the truth, how about this? You know, y'all are going to hate me now. He hate me here in a minute because, because uh, well, first of all, Steve just left. Maybe he's a woke guy. And, <laughs> and, 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 and I guess I ran him out of here. Now, now, now I don't have anybody manning the phone. So if you call... Just keep calling because 
I'm hopefully he'll show back up. Anyway, anyway, we're still rocking and rolling. And so what happens is, uh, so the de- this detox concept, but from Carvel, do you know this? The last time we had a balanced budget, let's see, was it George Bush? No. Was it Ronald Reagan? No. Was it Trump? No. Who was it? Obama? No. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. And you know why? Because he, being a Southern moderate politician, although Hillary was more out there on the cutting edge of things, uh, but Bill, being a very kind of shrewd Southern Democrat, got the got to put his finger up in the air and he saw which way the winds were blowing and he decided he wanted to stay for a second term so he basically became a, a very moderate democrat and balanced the budget now we live in a time and an age of deficit spending where money apparently doesn't mean anything and francis riley here was telling me that uh, he was telling me how what was it 30 trillion or 30 trillion he said thirty trillion. Well, and I responded to him like uh, something John Paul Getty said, and I just told him this before. You know, when they asked him whether he was a billionaire, and he said, "That's true, young man. I am a billionaire, but a billion dollars isn't worth what it used to be." Well, I can tell you this: a trillion dollars isn't worth what it used to be, and pretty soon we're going to have trillionaires next door, as opposed to the millionaire next door. I mean, you know, people who because money's not worth what it used to be. We've all been We've all been lied to this way. We have devalued our country. We have devalued our currency. We have devalued our morality. We have devalued our standards. And we have devalued our, our um, our country in terms of patriotism because we basically, we've devalued our police. We devalue, we have devalued everything. We know why? Because these folks that that, uh, Levine talks about, American Marxism, that's why. Because in these schools, after the 60s, these these, uh, radical kind of Marxist, communists got into teaching in the schools and spread this all over the place. Francis Riley, say something. I've been I've been on a tear here right, for a half. Right, hour. you've covered so many topics. I don't even know where to unpack. Uh, it's let's just take the last one. Thirty trillion. We spent thirty trillion in twenty years, and yet every Democratic initiative starts and ends with throw more money at it. My my, my comment is where the thirty trillion go? Why do we need to build anything back better if we spend thirty trillion? And 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 I, and, and I've been thinking about this build well, back. I, I will say this. And though I like him because he's standing up, but Joe Manchin there, he has a big houseboat on the Potomac, and when the woke people were marching around his car the other day, he's driving a Maserati. I don't know many people in, in from West Virginia that drive Maseratis, but not that there's anything wrong with it. It's a nice car, but I'm just wondering, you know, where the thirty trillion went <laughs> yeah. to all the people in Washington D.C. Well, and that's the thing is that. That I think the people in Virginia finally are waking up, to the, and as well as the country, that the government's not working in the best interest of the people. Right. I, and so it's getting to the point, well, why would you ever want to vote for any incumbent that's working against you? 
And, That's and, why Youngkin was a breath of fresh air and, in Virginia, like like when Trump ran from as an outsider in the country. And I asked the question last week, and I've been thinking about it for a week, and I've been thinking about what in the world has Biden built back better, and I've come up with the answer. What is it? The Taliban. <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> That's only I can think of. Is That's he is, a good one. He's only built the Taliban back better. I, I don't one. know anything else he built back better. Yes. Not our border, not our military, not our economy. Not our health. Nothing. That's a, that's a good one. Let's take let's take this call from Barton Spring. Hey, Bart. Hey, you there? Yeah, I'm here. How are you, my friend? Good. I didn't hear at the beginning. But I didn't know if you were discussing the uh, Danchenko arrest or uh, the Durham report. Yeah, I haven't discussed that. Let's talk about it. What do you got to say about that? I think that uh, it's taken a whole long time, but it's obvious that the people that are involved, you know, there's a denial that the deep state exists. Yeah. But there are so many people involved in that whole Russian dossier with Danchenko and Steele and Fusion GPS and Glenn Simpson. There's going to be an army of people involved in this, and they can't deny there's a deep state that has been working against the American people. Well, they, they particularly worked against the American president, which basically they were trying to uh, instigate a silent coup to, to get him out of office. And what I found the most interesting, Bart, how much money did we spend on Mueller? 40, 40 million? Or 40 something? million, yeah. 40 million, roughly, yeah. give or take. I mean, unquote, investigating something we knew was a lie. Well, exactly. Yeah, but they probably found out it was a lie. Here's, here's the real malevolent part of all that. You spend forty million with the former uh, head of the FBI. He's got forty million dollars of these so-called all these bulldogs working for him. And what what do they do? They basically go against poor old Flynn there and make try to make him a poster child for some bad activity. And that was a complete distraction. And it was a complete. It was built on complete quicksand, but ruined the man's life in many respects. And other people like that. In the meantime, they probably damn well knew. Everything Durham's finding out right now. And the real right. the real sad part about all this, Bart, is I'm not so sure that they'll let Durham uh, drive this sh- ship, steer this ship to the to port. I don't I don't know that they'll let him finish this because didn't Bill Barr pass something to make sure that he could finish his report before he left? I, I well he he probably put something I don't think there's a law in place but he probably put in some kind of a an, uh, you know um, an order or something that he signed that said that but I don't think I don't think that Garland is necessarily bound by that I don't know that but I doubt it and I sure as hell the president isn't bound by it. And if it, it gets a little bit too close to the quick, I can see that the Durham will be retired from his position of the, as an investigator there. Uh, yeah, I think Byers put in something before he left. Forrest said he had to be allowed to finish his thing that gave him the same powers as a special prosecutor like uh, Mueller. I understand, but, but you know, Clint. I mean, uh, Trump could have fired Mueller, and just like uh, uh, Nixon fired the special prosecutor Cox. They can fire those people uh, if they want to. Of course, it would create a huge political brouhaha. Exactly. So, but the point is, we'll just see how that plays out. But it's what your comments are very interesting, and and, and they sure are on point. And it's if they're pa- looking at getting wiped out in twenty twenty two. The worst thing they could do is fire Durham when he's about to get too close. Well, that that's that's, right. w- that's one of the worst things they could do. But they, the worst thing they could do is to keep poking these mama bears because. <laughs> they are sure protective of their kids, and they're protective of value of the values. 
They're protective of the values. But thanks, Bart. I appreciate the court uh, call tonight. Keep listening to the show. We need folks like you. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Bart. What do you got to say about all that, Francis? No, I think it's awesome. I, 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 it's been a long time coming, and I think it's uh, uncovering exactly what we all suspected. Yep. Now, let me switch subjects just a little bit here. Uh, so we got this infrastructure thing. I learned tonight that they, now they're scrambling around like, like, uh, like cockroaches. It's so stupid. They go back to Washington, and they try to pass this bill, one of which everybody's wanted. It's a bipartisan bill. Yeah, it's got a lot of pork in it. Yeah, it's got a lot of stuff we don't need. Yeah, it doesn't give us much money for bridges, roads, airports, all the things that we need. I mean, it does, It probably only a third of this $1.2 trillion or whatever goes for those things. But at least it was going for something we could see. A part of it was going for something we could touch. It wasn't going to hire 90,000 IRS agents or or or... or or, or imaginary thinking about climate control because the world's coming to an end. I mean, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. And, and, and here's the thing, and this is what I love too. This is why I will not buy a General Motors car, okay? I won't buy one. I won't, and I have, a, I have a Hummer, but I will not replace it. Now, I will definitely not replace it with an EV, electric vehicle. I won't do it. I won't do it because I will stand on this principle, and I believe people can... Uh, vote with their feet, as they say in the unions, okay? And that means by your action. If you believe in something, then do it and you're on a day-to-day basis. Practice what you preach. And I will not buy an electric car and I won't buy a car from General Motors because they're trying to shove it down our throats. You know why? Because General Motors has sees a bigger market in China. Well, good. If they all want to be wonton eaters, then let them go over there, okay? I, I personally like Chinese food, but I always buy mine from a Taiwanese restaurant. And so, and so the bottom line is, and I like wontons myself, uh, and, but what I'm trying to say to you is, let them go to China. Let them go to China and see what they like. Before long, the, the chairman of the board, what's her name? What's that woman's name who runs the company? Anyway, she really loves China, and she wants to jam electric vehicles down our throat. But the problem is, here's the the greatest thing, okay? You want to know why General Motors had to file bankruptcy a couple times? It's thinking like this. You want to know why General Motors never was able to make conversion to, like, make cars that people really wanted, and people went out and bought Toyotas and Hondas? You know why? Because they were better cars. They, they were more dependable. And you know why? Because uh, they were thinking about other things besides just what market is bigger than the United States, so we're going to go over and grab that market. They were thinking about doing their job, which is making the best cars that they can worldwide so that they operate in Africa, South America. If you go down to South America or you go to even down to uh, you know Central America, you see mostly... Japanese SUVs, and you see mostly, you know, Hondas and things like that because they're very dependable vehicles, very dependable. And you know what they say? And if you want to know the future and where we are, Toyota says, and this is common sense, see? There's no infrastructure and there's not going to be one for a very long time that could ever support a conversion to electric vehicles. It's like putting a the cart before the horse. It's like getting rid of the the horses in the old days 
and you're left with your cart because what you got is nothing because we don't have the structure. Can you imagine if uh, 290 million vehicles exist in the United States of America that are basically on our roads? 290 million vehicles. There's only 350 million or a million counted citizens or people. We don't know how many. Uh, we probably have another 100 million running around. We don't know who they are. They're being flown around from the border to different cities all the time, you know. You think the population of Houston's like 4 million or something. It's probably like 10, but we just don't know who they are. Anyway, the bottom line is, in this circumstance here, what, what are they talking about? Honda and Toyota say it's impossible. So they're not running around saying that. And what I say is I'm not against technology change, but the marketplace determines that. The marketplace will determine that when the technology gets efficient, when the technology gets dependable, when the when, when and and the infrastructure will gradually change to be able to support that, including the power grids. Can you imagine if everybody was sucking on the power grid now with all those cars? And then I would you think that we had a bad freeze last winter? You better get the wood burning stove out. Anyway, Anyway, we're going to our break, and we'll come back in a few minutes. KSEV, the flagship station of true conservative talk radio, AM 700, the voice of Texas. Big news from Simply Safe Home Security. Okay, okay. Actually, I think the horns are too much. Yeah, that's better. Big news. The new wireless outdoor security camera is here. Yes, Simply Safe's award-winning home security just got even better, taking whole home protection to a whole new level. Okay, I'm I'm missing the horns. Simply Safe is celebrating this new camera with 30% off a new system this week. Visit simplysafe.com. Want to get really growing? Arborgate Soil Complete and Arborgate Blend provide a one-two punch that simply works. 80% of a plant's success rate depends on what's below the ground. Start with Organic Soil Complete. It's handcrafted from organic materials, including vegan compost, rose soil, and expanded shale. Perfect for your beds or containers and is available by bulk or in bags. Then feed your plants with our Organic Blend plant food. It's time-released and will not burn. Made with composted poultry litter, organic matter, calcium, molasses, and 11 species of mycorrhizal fungi. Sound delicious? Your plants will think so. This powerful organic combo designed especially for gardening success in our area will energize your green thumb as never before. So head out to the Arbor Gate, located in Tomball on FM 2920, a mile and a half west of Highway 249. Or visit us online at arborgate.com. Hey, I'm Jay DeMarcus. I'm Gary LaBox. And I'm Joe Don Rooney. And, and we're, we're Rascal, Rascal Flats. Flats. Music has always been a huge part of our lives. It's something we started pursuing as kids and never gave up on. It took a lot of hard work and dedication, but it's paid off. Music has allowed us to travel around the world and share some very unique experiences. So don't let anyone tell you your dreams aren't possible. Because you know what? They are. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. This is Kevin O'Hara with O'Hara & Company Real Estate. At O'Hara & Company Real Estate, we believe in God, family, and country. In the past 50 years, people have been trying to remove all three of those from our thinking. Fight for what you believe in and protect your freedoms before they're all taken away. Don't let anyone infringe on your rights. 
If you need a real estate company, call O'Hare and Company Real Estate, 281-373-3393, or look us up on the web at O'HaraRE.com. I'm Kevin O'Hara. God bless America, and God bless Texas. Phone lines are open now. Call 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. Bring it back to Texas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is the one thing that you'd always find. You gotta saddle up your horse, you gotta draw a hard line. When the gun smoke settles, we'll sing a victory tune, and we'll all be back at the local saloon. We'll raise up our glasses against evil forces, and whiskey for my men, beer for my horses. Singing whiskey for my men. There you go. No, I mean, I was just like saying, I was talking here with Francis. Give us a call if you want to talk about anything. 281-558-5738. But uh, I just uh, was talking to him and I said, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like tearing down your, I said it on Facebook. It's like tearing down your house before you built the new house. And then all of a sudden the winter comes, the snow comes or the rain and the cold weather. And you say, hey, where's my house? I had a nice warm house. Uh, but now I don't have a house and I can't get the supplies to build a new house. And that's essentially what they're doing. They want to tear the country down before they have, it doesn't happen overnight. The transition from like one technology to another, the transition with regard to fuels, the technician with regard to efficiency of fuels. I just learned this week, of reading something that actually England, England is now making these super magnets that they need from rare earth minerals that are only basically have been made for the most part in China. England, because they don't want to be stuck on a supply chain problem, are making, are starting to build up that industry. But it doesn't happen overnight. So why don't they just cool their jets and, and, and help this country sustain itself being mindful of the environment because we don't want to live in a polluted place where people get sick and exposed to, you know, chemicals and things. I mean, uh, but our, our companies are doing a great job at that in terms of controlling uh, environmental issues. Sometimes there are accidents. The laws are there to keep that in line. I mean, and so we have a system that works. So don't tear it down. Improve the system. Don't build back better. Make America greater again. Don't say you're going to make it, build it back better. Build it back implies you're going to tear it down. I'm, I'm all about making America greater again. Use all the technology we have. Use all the resources that we have. And do it in a, very, in, in a way where we're, where we're mindful of the environment. We're mindful of, of the natural life. And the fish and, 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 and the animals. And because, personally, I like fish and animals better than humans for the most part. Uh, because they're, they don't lie to you. You know exactly where you stand. Anyway, give us a call at 281-558-5738. Let me, let me mention this to you here. There's a subject that came up this week. This is before all this crazy stuff that we've just been talking about a little bit. But this drove me insane, okay? 
Oh, I have a call here uh, from Karen in Bel Air. Let me take Karen and from Bel Air before I go into this other thing. Thank you, Karen. How are you? How are you, Karen? Steve, we need Karen from Bel Air. I'm hey, here. Hey, Karen, how are you? I didn't want to interrupt your mindset, but... Well, no, you can like... interrupt my mindset because my mind's not set. <laughs> <laughs> Some people say I don't have a mind, but go ahead, or I'm out of my mind. <laughs> but, but no, you're, you're on point. Hey, I was looking at Forbes magazine last night, and it had some vaccine billionaires. Yeah. I'm just wondering who's getting some feed, who's getting some kickbacks from all these mandates. Oh, no, no, man. The, I mean, it's the people in the drug companies. I mean, a lot of them are are, are the... You had all the people who made all the money on the PPE. You had all the people that are the drug companies made ninety six billion so far. Ninety six billion. Now let me tell you this: you, this will really knock you for a loop, uh, Karen from Bel Air. That I read the other day when they when they they were they exclude people from having the max vaccine mandate, right? So they right. they exclude a whole bunch of people that are in the government. I'm not talking about our soldiers. I'm not talking about our sailors and Marines. I'm talking about people in Washington D.C. For instance, can Congress they don't, they don't have a vaccine mandate. The, the Senate don't have no vaccine mandate. These kind of people are all excluded. Guess who else was excluded from the vaccine mandate? Hmm. Pfizer and Modena. What? But Pfizer and Modena told their employees that they need to get the shot. But they were excluded from the vaccine mandate. And oh, are you serious? <laughs> well, that's what I read. So, I, I mean, I didn't, I don't know it from personal knowledge, but it was something I read. We should check that out because if that's true, it, tells, it makes me even more suspicious of what they're pandering if they won't even require it or they weren't, they were exempted from the vaccine mandate. We should check that out. Check it out. See what. Yeah, listen. I wanted. I, I wanted to say another thing. Look who's on the board of Pfizer. One of your best friends, Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, we we pal around all the time. We run in the same circles down there at Woody's in Galveston. I see. I see. Bill. <laughs> I, see I thought you might be hanging I out see, with him. I the, see Bill the down there all the time. Me, me, and the offshore workers and the bikers. You know, <laughs> we we hang out with Bill. He likes to come hang out with us. Well, actually, if he hung out down there, we'd probably have a nice pinata. But go ahead. Exactly. <laughs> no, but he's he was a big a big supporter. Uh, money-wise, the BioNTech, and one of his people, and he's on the board of Pfizer. Oh, I understand, but you see, this is all part of the same deal. I mean, this is part of the same deal. This is all Fauconian health system. The Fauconian health system. Fauci's, Fauci's. Oh, Fauci. Fauconian, that's what I'm saying. It's all part of that. They create the virus in the lab. They then spread around the world, which is so stupid. You don't, why, why do we have to go to China to do that? Let's say we wanted to do all this uh, gain-of-function stuff with the virus. Why do we have to go to China? They do it right here, and they can do it at Galveston at UTMB. But, Galveston. No, I swear to God. It's, wow. I swear to you. It's true, and I did a show on this. Maybe you didn't catch it, Karen. But it was on their website where they helped the Wuhan lab build its... What? Yes, you can look it up. Maybe they've taken it down since I started talking about it. But they had the guy who was the head of the thing, Mr. Leduc. Leduc. At UTMB? Yes, yes. He, he's, wow. the, he's the one who is in charge of 
the unit there that basically worked with Wuhan, and they had the the Batwoman, you know, that came. She, oh my god! And and they helped build the lab over in Wuhan and their security and all the rest. And because UTMB, follow me on this, Karen, and I know this before the Peking Duck, Doctor Leduc was involved down there. UTMB is one of the highest bio level. It is has the highest bio level lab clearance in the country, similar to Fort Detrick, which is the basis for our so-called defensive biological weapons, okay? Wow. But they do this in Galveston as well. And now why would we be coordinating that kind of activity with the Chinese who, even if you don't want to call them enemies, are our major world competitor and certainly a military challenger to the United States. Why do we have to go to China to do that in their lab with, with being supporting it from Fauci's money running through that uh, company, uh, uh, bio, what's it called? Eco Health or Eco, eco Alliance, Eco something, like something Alliance uh, up in New York, okay? And that fellow, Dr. Danzig, you know, we got Dr. Fauchenstein and then we got uh, and then we got the—I guess we got the Wolfman over there in New York who carried the bio, the money over to China. It was basically a money laundering deal for the for the U.S. government. Why? Why? And and then and then mm. Gates is in the middle of it, and you draft it all back. It comes back to build back better coming out of Davos. And I'm not a conspiratorial guy, but I have common sense. It's just common sense. And, hey Frank, it's yeah. been rumored that Fauci's eaten. He's been eating too many cannolis. It's affected his mindset. Well, I, I, I don't. I, 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 I don't think that that. I mean, maybe maybe that's why I'm spouting off here too. I've 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 trained I've trained my dogs to attack my fence when I <laughs> when I yell a bad word, Fauci, and they run toward my fence. Okay. So, so you know it's true. I like to scare the woke people walking by my fence. So, <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dogs are they? Are they, are they one of the super um, uh, one of those bells that, that the government pays twenty thousand to? No, no, they're not Malawans, but they are Rottweilers. These are old Roman dogs. It's an old Roman breed, although they have a German name. They're two. They're Rottweilers and a German Shepherd. Okay. Oh, they're the smartest dogs on the planet. And they also are. Hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the heads up, Frank. I won't be walking by your house. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you can if you have a cannoli because they do eat cannolis too. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Keep watching. I love talking to you. And uh, stay tuned. We'll pick it up next week. What do you got to say, Francis, about this subject? Well, I was was just going to toss in that you, you got all of Wall Street who's just all lathered up trading shares off these big pharmaceutical companies. They've made an absolute killing. Yeah. You know, this has been the biggest money scam, money transfer uh, from small business to big business. And, and this so-called pandemic has been nothing but a just a, a rape, a, a absolute rape, a financial rape of the country. Yeah. Let me say this. I mean, that is absolutely true. And the rapes continue and the rapes continue because what they're doing with the what they're trying to do now with this this printing of money, all that money is going to flow into not the traditional businesses that we know, not the pipeline, not to not the Keystone Pipeline, which by the way we keep our prices down, and also 
uh, provide natural gas that would come through the port of Houston and could be shipped overseas. Hey, we have two minutes left, so I just wanted, and this is the other subject matter I wanted to talk about, which which was the thing that got me got me going on a little milder basis at the beginning of the week, but then I got jet fueled up during the week when everything going on. And this is what this is the kind of division in the country that drives me nuts. And this is what this is what Carvel was talking about. This is what this is what look look, we're not a racist country. You realize that in that in Harris County, the majority of our judges in our civil courts are are women of color. And truthfully, they do, they're, do, they're doing an excellent job. It has nothing to do with their color. It has to do with their abilities, okay? And, and also with their experiences that they bring to the bench. And there's people that are judges down there that are from India. And there are people that are judges down there that are from all kinds of countries. Asia. But let me just say this. The American, I'll pick this up next week. We got one minute left. And this is what drives me crazy. The American Medical Association releases health equity document (laughs) to combat racism and white supremacy. Released a document calling on medical professionals to adopt adopt progressive language into the practices as part into their practices as part of the effort to fight racism and white supremacy. What are they doing? They must be like Sucking on too many of the drugs that they're selling there in order to come up with this. This is insane. I want a doctor who's a, who's a real scientist. I don't really want a doctor, to be honest with you. But if, but if I needed one, I want one who knows what aspirin is. Because they may not be giving me an aspirin because I'm not allowed to take one. Because I'm an Italian and a German person. We're not allowed to have those. What does that mean? Anyway, we're going... Let's talk about it next week. Equity. Talking here on 700 AM KSEV. Listen us next week, like every Friday at 6 p.m. on Frankly Talking, a radio show for Texas with your host, Frank Spagnoletti.